The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too It rich, don't you approve? Is that the song you're going with? One who's just running around, one who in thin air. Let, let me throw this out. Let me throw this song out. Where this are is, the uh, clowns? Okay, now now try this song on. Are you ready? My fault. As we go on, that's not bad. We remember. Welcome to definitely the final the episode. That's what that's what that song says. Together. This is it. I couldn't remember the rest of the song. It definitely doesn't spiral off into whatever that Zelda menu music you were just doodling. That was pomp and circumstance. I think. What song would you like to sing, Griffin? Just when I'd stop. God, no, Justin actually doors. got it. Justin has it on the nose. Finally knowing the one that I wanted was yours. Making my entrance again with my usual flair. Okay. Sure of my lines. It's a little bit masturbatory, this introduction so far. <laughs> No one is there. This feels like those episodes of uh, Quantum Leap where, like, Scott, it rich? Scott Bakula would jump into, like, Elvis and be like, Isn't oh, just, it queer? just because you wanted to sing. Losing my timing this late in my career. It says in my writer, Donald Belisario, I get four singing episodes and a season. where are the clowns? <laughs> Quick. Send, big finish. Send in the clowns. Oh, fuck it. Don't bother. <laughs> they are dead. Oh. I don't think I've <laughs> heard this. Fire. I haven't heard the song. <laughs> We're here. The clowns. <laughs> my brother, my brother, and me. Don't need to send us in. We're here. Episode 200. It's huge. Can we not play it up like we we made all these big grand plans for the old With 2 special guest star, Larry no. the Cable Guy. Hey, hell yeah. Get her done. <laughs> Hi, <laughs> right, brother. Thanks so much for having me. My kids are done. I want to say hello to all them little pygmy children out there. Lord, I apologize. Get her done, Tater Salad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just sad. Um, I am. I have been confused. We are hive mind now. We are one. The blue collar compositors fused into one we man. Fa- we fell in a big pit of comedy acid. Now we're just a big gelatinous blob of country idioms. Get her done, salad. I'm Larry the Fox Heidecker, and I'm here to tell you that get her done, son. Um, please kill me. Please set me free from. I've got my, seven arms. My mortal pain. Um, I'm in a flesh prison, y'all. I'm Peter in a Salad. prison of flesh. I have no mouth, but I must scream, get her done. <laughs> um, listen, 
we didn't do it seems like a good episode it seems like it's pretty good so (laughs) far if you wanted to get somebody on board with the show this seems like the one that you would tell them to jump on with episode 200 we have passed actually last month without comment our four-year anniversary oh wow uh 2010 is when this whole crazy crazy journey got started and when will uh, it end justin when will it end uh, December twelfth, uh-huh. twenty sixteen, along with all of the rest of creation. So mm. mark it down. Okay. That dude was so close. And by that dude, I mean the entire Mayan culture. I guess their whole Steve, their yeah. whole sort of thing. We're listen. We're saving the juice for five hundred. We're not even fucking halfway there. Five hundred. We'll we'll destroy five hundred. We will have special guests. We will get Billy Crystal. We will have jetpacks. We will have jetpacks. We'll get Billy Crystal over to our studio with a jetpack. I don't know what's more unlikely in that scenario, that A, we will somehow get a hold of Billy Crystal, B, there will be jetpacks, or C, that the three of us will somehow pool our resources to have a studio. Um, I think it's actually most unlikely that we'll stick with this for like another for, for, like for another seven 300 years. episodes. Yeah. God, I hope not. Oh God, don't even say that. I get a little scared just thinking about it. Uh, anyway, this is our comedy advice show. My brother, my brother, me. You, you're here. It's gonna be a lot easier to keep track of these now that we're starting at 200. It seems yeah. like uh, counting has become hard. 187. Like, what does that even mean? What is like, what is what, 187? What is 187? Two. What am numbers? That's a big one. Uh, so let's, like, we're not going to do that much different except uh, just, like, help you. We're going to check in with some old friends. We're going to tell you about some snacks. And it's just going to be like a regular show. So it's going to be great. Uh. you like it. Hi, brothers. I've been spending the last year or so getting fit and beefy. I got designs drawn up for a couple tattoos that I've wanted for a few years. I've told myself I'd only get them when I finally got my sexy right. Now that I'm there, I feel like I might be too old to get my first tattoo. I'm 25. I get the feeling (laughs) getting your first tattoo is something for rebellious teens or dipshit college kids. Did I miss the window or am I good? That's from Hesitant in Houston. What kind of world do we live in that at 25 someone's worried they're too old to do something? To do anything. Oh my God. If 25 is too old to do anything, that is only exacerbating my panic attack. Please. Please. I'm 33 years old. Please tell me that's not too old to do anything. Look at me. 25. Got all my shit together. Living up here in the adult life in this penthouse. My old rotten bones. Um, Hurts to get up at noon. Wait, do you have Jack disease? Oh, <laughs> I didn't ask. We can't. Do you have Jack Bauer disease? Can I tell you guys something? I think our advice would be a hundred times better if we would stop assuming that everyone who asks us for advice has Jack disease. <laughs> but it wouldn't be as applicable to that one person that does. Yeah, Someone I mean, one out, one out of every... going, no one's talking to me, the one guy with Jack disease. One out of every hundred people does have progenitals. What if, <laughs> what if, okay, I'm not talking about the actual disease. There's. I'm talking about Jack disease. The other thing's a real thing that I'm not. That is not funny. No, Jack most, disease most is not diseases, a real thing. Most diseases are not known for their their humor quantity, except for chuckle peas and jungle fever. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I. Uh, here's my uh, uh, advice. One, two, three, and fuck, fuck it. it. Yep. It's you're 25. You want to get a tattoo? I think 25 is a great time. I think I was probably around 25 when I got my first tattoo, maybe younger. Yes. I think, here's the question, though. If you're a beefy dude, I'm going to assume that this guy is, like, thick as shit. Not chunky, but, like, could like sturdy. Vin Diesel. 
like Vin Vin Diesel, but sh- maybe a little bit shorter and mm-hmm. a little bit thicker and a little bit broader, but it's all muscle mass. I'm thinking. Um, you are I'm, painting quite the word picture. I'm yeah. thinking of like the thing from the You're fantastic, my engine fantastic well. four. A lot of ripples and a lot of bulges. And I think when you ha- are that rippled and bulged, you can't get a Triforce tattoo. You have to get some tribal shit on your neck. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Y- you have to get a sleeve of tribal. I think just tribal shit in general. I think the tribal tattoo industry is built upon the scaffolding of 100 beefy men. Let me throw this out. Tribal tattoo around your bicep, but you yeah. only tattoo three quarters of the way around. And then when people ask why you didn't finish it, you say, oh, it used to touch. And then I started working out. <laughs> <laughs> That's my extra skin I got. Oh, when I, oh, I was just like totally ripping, lifting, <laughs> crushing, dipping, squatting, potting, jumping, and crumping in the gymnasium with a lot of super heavy weights. And I just looked down one day, I was like, oh no, my tattoo got interrupted by the new skin that showed up with the extra muscles that I built. Yikes. I think, I think tribal's absolutely the way to go. I think mm-hmm. it's gotta look like, it should look like a spiky alien is eating you from the inside, mm-hmm. consuming you gradually. That's what it should look like. The dream is that it looks like like the Venom suit mid-transformation, right? Correct, that is- that's the idea with tribal okay. tattoos. Um. Where do you get it though? Because neck, I'm I'm a fan of neck neck prison. Sh- okay, wouldn't I'm it be f- great to get a tribal tattoo while you were working with Greenpeace, like in a tribe? And then when someone's like, "Oh, fuck a tribal tattoo," be like, "Yeah, I, I got this." Yeah, but then you don't know. Like maybe the tattoo says like "Pussy Willow," and okay. they wouldn't t- they wouldn't tell you that. They would tell or you. Or even better, you ask for that. Can I get yeah. one that says "Pussy Willow" and it says like "Hard ass motherfucker," and you're like, "Damn it!" Oh no, I definitely want a Pussy Willow. I want everyone to know that I am a gentle soul. Griffin, how about Yahoo? Sure. How I'm glad we ya- started off our 200th by not helping someone. I mean, we told him exactly what kind of tattoos to get and where to get it, so if that's not helping, I don't know what is. The fuck it is the best advice you can get. You're 25 years old. You want to get a tattoo? Get a tattoo. Yeah. What do I care? You're pretty far from death. You, you got a lot of ball game left to play. Yeah. it's it's still You're still in early innings. Optimistically um, speaking. Uh, <laughs> This, uh, this Yahoo is sent in by Peter Steiner. Thank you, Peter. It's by a Yahoo Answers user who has been deleted from the Life. Tron grid of Yahoo. Uh, thank you, Peter. Uh, this mystery user asks, what are some hot guy names? Uh, this is in the section pregnancy and parenting baby names. So they're looking for hot guy names. For their baby. Uh, okay. Yeah. Do um, they mean hot? Do they, do they mean popular or names that would befit a hot guy? Um, a hunky dude. Like, like Blaze. How about this additional. <laughs> or steel with four L's. <laughs> additional info. Steel. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, just um, tell me guy names that sound hot. Thanks. Okay, that clarifies it. It's definitely steal. I mean, they have a point, right? I've been, Rachel and I have been watching a bunch of Survivor because they just added a bunch of that shit to Hulu. And um, I feel like you know, you don't even need to see the dudes you'll hear of like Noah. And you're like, fuck yeah, that dude's going to look awesome. That's going to be one awesome looking guy. Yeah. 
uh, or Dreams. Dreams. Another one of my favorite Survivor. My name is Steel Dreams. (laughs) (laughs) Um. So here's some. These are some suggestions uh, from Yahoo. Uh, Fool in the Rain says Brody, Jake, Luke, (laughs) Talon, Spencer, Jackson, Ethan, Heath, Jude. Matt is usually a hot guy's name. Matt? Matt? I can right from the top of my head name you five Despicable Matts. <laughs> I can name you five. That was my of, favorite cartoon movie. Sort of squirrely Matts um, with weird hair. I don't know. What about, about Matt Mateus? I don't know who that is. I don't know. I'm just saying like that'd be a way hotter version of Oh, super, of Matt. super hotter. Yeah, sorry. Yes, definitely. Thank you. What about Mateo? Um, what about Materia? Matt Materia. <laughs> <laughs> How about Bahamut? How about Efreet? Um, Knights of the Round. So, <laughs> I'm hi. My name's Knights of the Round. Hi, hi. My name's Chocobob. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get it. My name's Sid. That's a much better one. I should have used Sid. Yeah. that's like a real person. Can name. I? T- and can I tell you something? It's a fucking hot guy's name. Sid. Sid? <laughs> yeah. Uh. I'm just going to just burn down it. Travis, yes, somebody does actually say Blaze. Uh, yeah. Silas Matthew. How many Zs? Uh, just one. Just the one is regular. It, the is standard. it B-L-A with the apostrophe over it, Z? You mean Blase? No. No <laughs> E. B-L-A with apostrophe. Z. Blaze. Blutz. Um, <laughs> Silas Matthew, Preston James, Landon Edward, Call Gregory, K-A-H-L, Ender Michael. Stop it. Kane. Whoa. Wait, Tr- are these all, wait, hold on. Are these all, like, one name, like, you would name a girl, yeah, like, Sue I Ann? I don't know what you're doing. Are you saying Ender Michael as, like, a name? Yeah. I have I, I have a theory to run by you guys that I, that I was just thinking about here. I, th- okay, you know how the joke when, like, a, 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 a rich dude gets a convertible and, and everybody jokes that he's compensating for something. What are you compensating for with your sports car, you know? I feel like nerdy dads do uh-huh. this with their kids names they will pick the like coolest hardest sounding child's name from popular fiction to compensate for like when i hear you named your kid ender or oh. han for example just to name two off the top of my head i feel like you're overcompensating for something you're trying to gird this child with a sort of veneer of rugged cool that maybe has escaped you throughout your earlier years. But at the same time, I'm with you on that, Justin. I genuinely am. But at the same time, I've never met a Brody that I wasn't like, damn, when I saw him. <laughs> when I saw, when I like, maybe I uh, became internet friends with them in freshman orientation, and then you see them for the first time, and you're like, god damn, Brody. You did great. You got it right. Can you I did this so out? good. So is the reverse of that theory that yes. if there was a dad that was like super cool in high school, so much so that he felt all this pressure to be cool and behave the way that he did, and he was like, you know what? I don't want my son to be that cool. No, I'm gonna I, name him Greedo. I, I'm gonna name him. <laughs> I'm gonna name him Bill. Have you guys ever met a Bill that you were like, oh shit? Is that short for William? No, no, it's, it's short not. for Billiam. It's standard Bill. It's, it's like the <laughs> vanilla, vanilla Bill. Classic Bill. I'm Vabilla. 
I think it's the inverse of the boy named Sue sort of strategy where rather than having um, a, a less tough sounding name that like crafts them into like a dynamic person, what you're doing is like giving them a lifetime of trying to live up to Riker. Yeah. Like it's just, they're just never gonna hit it. They're gonna constantly fall short. Y- y'all are dipping into some nerd ass shit for your recommendations, and I hope you understand that if a child is named Riker or Ender or fucking lightsaber, they're not gonna end up like a like a fucking Maurice. You guys understand that? Yeah. Well, Maurice is probably not great. Drake. Don't go with Maurice. I like Maurice. I do too, but that's not like a standard. Like, oh, that's a good-looking guy. I bet just based on the name. Oh, you're saying it's just not a hot guy name. Not it's a, a sub- guy name. it's a subversive guy name. I think you need a name that can evolve and change as you get like more Pikachu. or less physically beautiful. Like, if you uh, maybe you're Brodeus when you're like a little, you let yourself go a little bit. You got some punch. You're and saying you know, Brodeus is what Someone happens. says, <laughs> Brodeus is like your full, that's like, I don't, that's like someone says, hey, Brody, I don't mm-hmm. deserve to be called Brody no, right now. That's your I haven't s- seen the inside of a gym for three months. <laughs> I am not Brody. That's your sweatpants name, is exactly. what you're saying. That's your cookie pants name, is Brodeus. <laughs> cookie. So that intimates that my entire life, my cookie pants name has been Griffin Andrew McElroy. And that someday I'll get totally blasted and I'll be... Grifter? Uh, Grifter with five Ys in the middle. Yep. I I am worried that when you two have boy babies, you're gonna, like, dip into this bizarre well of, like, like hacker names, like weird cyberpunk Names like Grifter Des- with four Ys. Deslin. With Deslin three Ys. with three Ys and a zero and a one in there together. <laughs> we got we asked all of you for uh follow ups. If uh if you gave us a question, we answered it, and you did or did not follow our advice. We wanted to hear about it. Um Don't let this about- don't let this segment Make you think we've changed our mind about you not doing the things we tell you to do. Because still, you still definitely thing. don't. Uh, that's the that definitely not. Uh, so let's check in with a few of these. Uh, Travis didn't really call them down to the good ones, so we'll just take a shot. They're all good in their own special way. Uh, you answered two of my questions, but I only took your advice on one because I'm lazy. In Terrific. episode 159, you answered my question about apologizing to a friend about dating her ex. My cover name was Monster Engine. <laughs> That's a great cover That's name. A co- good cover name. I decided to take Travis's advice of in vino veritas and got drunk with her. What of all? What are we? What were we doing? Well, sorry. What would the fuck was Travis doing? It did know. not devolve into in vino punchitas. Fortunately, we laughed about it, and she forgave me entirely. In fact, she is now a listener of your hilarious and amazing show. Excellent. You guys also read a Jumbotron for me and my boyfriend from my, from my boyfriend Eric in episode 183, which was fantastic. It was only a month after our anniversary, don't, so don't sweat the fuck up. Don't worry, I wasn't. <laughs> uh, that that is uh, good to hear. I'm glad that that panned out okay for you. 
I, uh, I like this one specifically because I cannot remember what we talked about, but it's this. Hey, brothers, you answered my question on episode 104 concerning song choice at karaoke. After your suggestions of don't choose a downer, something good but would claim to like ironically, and smack my erect dick on the mic. <laughs> we didn't say. We I ended never. up choosing. I ended up choosing Some Like It Hot by the Power Station. It was a hit that ended up getting people clapping to the beat. Unfortunately, I did not get the chance to throw the goods around, and but I'm prison. sure it would have earned a standing ovation. Thanks for the help, the artist formerly known as Thunderwaffle. It's pretty good. Um, we couldn't have said to put your dick on something. That doesn't that people, sound like us. That doesn't just sound doesn't. like us. Can We're I tell very you guys? Conservative with dick exposure. Uh, somebody put together this incredible video of all of the final questions that we've done throughout mm-hmm. like the history of our show for four years. It was an immense labor. Yeah, it's like um, an hour long or something. It's crazy. It's, it's a lot. Uh, and I listened to all of it, and I didn't remember anything before, no kidding, 196. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Every so often I see, like, MBMBM Wisdom will tweet, like, a quote from the show where I go, <laughs> who said that? Oh, it was me. Okay, cool. It was cool. me three I don't and a half years ago. Weird. And then there's some despicable things that come from MBNBA and Wisdom that I think, oh no, whoever Oops. said that was very naughty. Yikes. Those are very bad boys. They have maybe they have maybe gotten some more progressive views about a couple of things and learned a few <laughs> things about how to be sensitive and in the world. Uh, maybe since they, they said that, maybe they don't own that. <laughs> maybe. Yes. <laughs> sure, um, that's been a good... 200 episodes yeah, of learning 200 and episodes and growing and humiliation all the growing uh here's another one petting zoo boyfriend here from episode 162 my lady and i decided to to just have a kid so we could take her to the petting zoo follow-up yes. question how old does she have to be to go to the petting zoo she's about three months old by the time you read this <laughs> don't question the numbers travis that's uh, what zany and zaftig at the zoo uh, that's, that's that's bathroom monster, right? This child is bathroom monster. That was yeah, absolutely right. Uh-huh. Is that the same one that like? Are, you know what? We get a lot of questions like this. It reminds me of the the remember the, remember the guy who got a lot of tickets at like the showbiz pizza uh-huh. and didn't know what to didn't know if he could hand them off to kids safely. <laughs> I'd like to hear from that person. <laughs> kids are tricky, guys. We get a lot of questions uh, that are from people worried about looking like child abductors. <laughs> yeah. It's, I feel like this is a very common issue plaguing today's young people. Um, or today's old people of not or, or today's like you're people. going to just like take a child. I actually have been struggling with this now that I have a, a kid on the way. I there I want the child to experience everything. I want to show them the world shining, shimmering, splendid. But I want them to a up, but I want them to appreciate it when I go. If I'm gonna lay out the money to do the Disney thing. I got to know that they're going to be forging childhood memories and not some vague, hazy, you know, recall of a man in a mouse suit. I can't have that. It's got to be crystallized memories. But this puts me in an unenviable position of like, so am I just not supposed to do anything good for five years? Am I just supposed to stall and wait till the kid is forming like really great crystallized memories? I, I don't know what to do with them. I don't want to waste a bunch of time and energy if the kid's not going to remember it. Let me throw this out, Justin. Okay. Tell the kid that you went to Disney World with them when they were three. Yeah. So when they're like seven, they're like, I want to go to Disney World. Like, you've already been there. Don't you remember? We just took you there four years ago. You we just we were went. just we there. We just got back in 2007. 
I sent you a question for episode 108 about getting my sexy so right as a gamer. You told me to get super fit, dress classy, and not give any fucks about what people think about my gaming. Well, since then, I've lost 10 pounds, completed two half marathons, and greatly improved my wardrobe. Best of all, about a year after I wrote it, I met my super wonderful girlfriend who's as into games as I am. Lately, we've been marathoning through the sign. Oh, all right, man. I don't need to know everything. You're- I don't need to know video <laughs> We don't need to know about your, your perverse Listen, sexual habits. I lost interest. <laughs> I lost interest when it stopped being about how great we are. But I introduced to the show, and now we listen every week. Oh, thank you. Thank you for all the wonderful help and support over the years. That's from formerly digitally distraught in Davis. A hundred and eight. That was 92 episodes ago. That's insane. I'm just going to throw this out. If I run two half marathons in my life, I tell people I ran a whole marathon. (laughs) (laughs) But using that logic, Travis, and I can say that I've probably run like 80 marathons just with I take the cum- a hefty break. <laughs> just with the cumulative total of walking, of perambulating that I've you done. Were, you ran a whole marathon? Yeah. Yeah, I, I ran half of it. Now I had to catch my breath. <laughs> For two and a half years. For two and a half years. I had years. to really think about what it meant to complete the marathon. And then I didn't want to overexert myself, so I took a break. <laughs> I finished it later. I don't think they let you do that. You come back to the same marathon. Two years No, I later. paid last time. No, no, I'm going to start up there, because it's where I got last time. Is that cool? <laughs> Just come stumbling out from the woods with a giant beard <laughs> and your same numbered outfit. Where have I been? Okay, I'm coming in with you guys. I wrote in two to three years ago, worried about being taken seriously by my employees. Justin laid down some wisdom about being lavish with my affirmation or something mushy like that, and then the advice wound up including something about a rubber baby, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. Post advice, I actually did try to be more positive with my employees. This was to no avail. All well, right. <laughs> Listen. Win some, lose some. The situation do? actually. Nobody's nerfic, baby. <laughs> the situation actually got really bad. Oh. Employees threw things at me. Cool, cool. This, there are all sorts of racially insensitive and otherwise inappropriate language. Yikes. Threats and physical intimidation. And these people were older than my parents and acting like this. So I quit. I went to grad school. I graduate next week and will be working as an individual contributor in a more professional environment. It would be hard to find a less professional environment. They do let us off the hook and say, I'm not sure any advice could have saved me from the situation I was in. Thanks. Thanks for that, I guess. I'm glad we could make it so bad you had to get out. That was our plan all along. That was our plan all along. Listen, we knew you were in an unwinnable game. Yeah. So we we set into motion. The only way to win an unwinnable game is to change the rules. Or quit playing Kobayashi Maru. Find a different game that's not Kobayashi Maru. Or find an easier game. Kobayashi Maru's a hot guy, name. Yeah. (laughs) That's what It sounds like two kids. This is my son, Kobayashi and Maru. That's what Kobe Bryant's full name is. Listen. Travis just said that, and then one of you fuckos out there just went, uh huh. Hello. Let me jot this down. Their diary. Kobayashi and Maru. Uh, Maru is actually would not be a bad thing. Anyway, Especially so twins. You guys discussed various social dynamics of hugging vis-a-vis friend groups, but what if you're in a situation where you want to hug some of the people in the group, but not all of them? I hang out with a group of friends on the reg, and mostly I don't see those people outside the group situations. I like everyone, but I'm kind of picky who I let in my touch bubble. And <laughs> touch bubble would be a good name for a kid. Yeah. That's Ooh, a that's guy a, name. This, this season on Survivor, hey, I'm touch bubble. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Hey, ladies. 
touch too bubble hot here. to handle, too cold to hold. Because he's got a very small touch bubble. <laughs> and, only, and only some of the people in this group qualify. I want to hug them, but I, I don't because I don't see them much. Otherwise, I don't want to make the non-huggables feel bad. Is there a way to negotiate this smoothly? I need a hug. That's from I need a hug, but not from you. Oh, that's so tricky. Yeah, it's uh, so listen, true. You've got, you've got to start thinking like a velociraptor. You have to separate the group. You have to lead <laughs> one off from the herd. Hey, Dylan, could you step in the bedroom with me? <laughs> I just want to hug you. I'm well, not the bedroom. If you're gonna, if you're gonna conduct a well, secret you in the laundry room with me, physical, intimate act. Yeah. You don't do you, the bedroom. You can Will you step into my hug panic room, please? <laughs> you cannot. You cannot bust your touch bubble in the bedroom. It is inappropriate. I'm saying just weed them off. Maybe it's just like a line of sight thing, mm-hmm. where you come up from behind while the rest of the group is watching, you know, Eurovision or something, and then you you hug them. Yeah. Quick, 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 quick! No, no, no! Shh, shh, okay, 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 okay. Well, you can't Let fucking me. rush it. Is the problem? We can, you can't you can't dip in their stealth. And then bust that bubble and then get out in like half a second because that's going to be a shitty ass hug. You need to get a full embrace. You need to go chin to shoulder. Can I throw this out? This is the, th- you, this is the third time you said throw this out. You've got to okay. get, got to pull the reins on be that. More, let be me, more let me interject this. Okay. <laughs> Please allow me to insert this into the conversation. Excuse me while I whip this out. <laughs> what if you just fucking do it? And you look the unhuggables dead in the eye. And then when Deborah's like, hey, how come we never hug? Say, hey, remember that time when I tried to tell you about my Meemaw surgery and you kind of cold-shouldered me? That's why. Or, or, while you're giving this other person a deep, deep chin-to-shoulder hug, you make eye contact with the unhuggables and you whisper, unhuggable. (laughs) Just to really let them know where they stand. I get it, like... This happens a lot when, like, we'll go on these overnight trips with a big group of friends, and maybe we're standing at a lake house, just, like, bonding, oh, the tightest bonding, bonfire secrets and lakeside memories, and then at the end, everybody's going their separate ways, and you get that little bit of summer camp tinge of, like, oh, I'm gonna miss you fools, because we're not gonna hang out constantly like we did this weekend, and you start hugging everyone, and then there's, like, and then there's Blaze that, like, your buddy works with, who he brought, and he's fine, but, like, you haven't known him long enough to get those lakeside memories going with Blaze quite yet. Like, going the only for the awkward time for, of the entire weekend was when you and Blaze found yourself making Pop-Tarts at the same time uh-huh. in the kitchen. And it was only hey, the two of you. Hey, 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 hey. Pop-Tarts. You a good silly, Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> Toaster pastry. Who knew? Kyle yeah. seems cool. Yeah, yeah. Kyle, Kyle is pretty cool. I've known him my whole life, Blaze. Who are you? What are you? And then Interloper. He, I... <laughs> I find myself in this situation with surprising frequency, and I just do it. Just hug them. Whatever. Just hug them. Just hug them. You're not going to start. You have to start hugging Blaze sometime. You're going. Listen, you're well, going to hug That'll Blaze. make it all the more special because, like, Blaze sees you hugging everybody else, and then one day, seven trips in, you hug Blaze, and Blaze is like, I'm in. Have, you ever, have either of you ever met somebody who is, like, a friend of a friend who, like, all of your other friends know and you just haven't met yet, and then they come up to you and they say, oh, hey, and then they just go in immediately, immediately, from the jump. Yes, with a that touch person is hug. named Travis Patrick Mackerel. <laughs> okay, but, like, out, outside of yourself, ha- have you met a person like that and then not immediately been like, oh, I like that Blaze? 
<laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, they go, they just fucking go for it from the jump, and it lets you know, like, I can feel comfortable with this person. I can feel comfortable getting to know this person because they're very warm, very inviting. They go full blown, chin to shoulder, guaranteed 100% of the time. What everybody wanted at the end of the day is to be liked. You know, and and I think that if you can give off that vibe that you like the person you're interacting with, it doesn't take forever to build a relationship or a rapport. People really respond to that. So just go well, in for the what, hug. What I like about it is it kind of skips a, a lot of awkwardness by saying, like, hey, even if we're faking it, we can be comfortable around each other. Like, we're, you know, like, let's pretend like we've known each other forever and just skip past all the let's shit where you don't know me. Skip the shit. There's a lot of shit. And getting to know somebody. And it's this. Bullshit. It's this shit of, are we hugging friends yet? Fuck that. Just hug that creep. I'm hungry. Is your, I'm hungry trying to get in the money zone? Yeah. Okay. Teach me how to snacky. What do you, <laughs> I don't know what you mean. You haven't said money zone yet. Money zone. Okay. Kind of giving away what the contents of the money zone is. Which I know you had a snacky. Which I Here's know a little preview are. taste for the audience. Here's a little sneak, sneak taste. Snack, sneak. Well, it's gonna. It, had a it will involve snacking. You slide to the left. That's not what that is. <laughs> no, that's it. You slide to the left, and then you get on www.naturebox.com because you remember that you left your computer slightly to the left. Just no. out of reach. Oof. What do I do once I'm there, Chav? What do you do once you go to naturebox.com? Yes. You're going to start stacking smarter. Well, You're not stop in- eating not, all that bullshit. Not instantly. It's not you click on the website, and then you have there are snacks in your mouth. Griffin, do you know what makes the best sauce? What does? Worcestershire. For a second, I thought you were talking about a food product on on the Nature Box website. Um, okay. So you click on the website, you immediately have food in your mouth. What else do you have to do? Uh, you got to choose the uh, the snacks you want. They got uh, BBQ kettle kernels. I got everything bagel sticks. I heard there's some stuff with seaweed that's pretty good. Uh, on Twitter, somebody told us that. Uh, the South Pacific Plantain Chips. Um, there's over 100 more. There's a ton of snacks. They're all, like, healthy. They don't have trans fats or high fructose corn syrup, and they're not genetically modified or any of that garbage. They're just healthy and good for you. And they're cheap. Because if you use our uh, uh, our special URL, then you can get 50% off your first box. That's half off. I don't. Not know. only that, but free shipping always. Oh, yeah, that's naturebox.com forward slash my brother all together. Naturebox.com slash my brother. And you can get your first box with your sent off, free shipping, get some snacks, get your snack on, stay totally full, stay it. strong. Get those caramel pretzel pops because goddamn. So it's good. all delicious. Thank you, Naturebox, for sponsoring our program. Yeah. And thank you to Squarespace, who's also supporting my brother, my brother, and me. It's the all in one platform. It makes it super fast and super easy to make your own professional website or online portfolio. Um, 
They got updates. You thought you knew Squarespace. You don't know shit. Shut your mouth. It's uninformed. They got beautiful designs you can start with. You can start from scratch. They got style options. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, style options. Nobody told me there'd be style options. Style options is a pretty hot name for a kid. It's like a hat for your website. And you put it on there, and it's something new with the style options. It sounds pricey. It's not pricey. Um, it's, you understand that these people are paying us to talk about their awesome products. Sounds, products. Way it too sounds like it's going to be really sounds expensive. The worst. It's not. It's awesome. It's eight dollars a month, and that includes a free domain name if you sign up for a year, which is a steal. Uh, Justin has bought so many domain names, so maybe he can speak to like how much those cost normally for uh, Fart Patrol. And uh, what's dot the com. other? What's the fartpatrol.com. You got the dot com on that one. What's the other one that you just bought? And fartpatrol.gov. <laughs> I wish I had fartpatrol.gov. No, I cannot. I cannot get that. The NSA actually has that, believe yeah. it or not. What is um, the other website? It was like the smoothest, smoothest, smoothest face. My smooth face. Hold on one second. I'll tell you. Uh, let's see. I own uh, fartpatrol.com. Yeah. Griffinspacejam.com. You own that? Yeah. That's mine. Uh, my mysmoothface.com is what you're thinking of. We're going to get rid of that. We're going to sell that off for fucking... We'll retire. We will retire yeah. off my smooth face. Uh, if you go to our website, uh, but you don't use farpatrol.com to get there, I don't know what's wrong with you. <laughs> um, you can start at Squarespace. It has, it has responsive design, so regardless of what platform people are looking at your website on, it's going to look good. Uh, you can start a trial without any credit card. Just like see what they can do uh, and start building your website today. Just go to squarespace.com and use the offer code MYBROTHER. That's all one word, MYBROTHER, and you will get 10% off your first purchase. That's Squarespace. A better web starts with your website. We'd also like you to visit thespencerowen.com. And that's all one thing, thespencerowen.com, to learn more and stream for free some awesome Spencer Owen music. Spencer Owen is a thoughtful, Learn energetic- more about what? Well, I'm gonna tell you and then I'm gonna come back. Hold on. Spencer Owen is a thoughtful, energetic Bay Area pop musician who idolizes Prince and They Might Be Giants equally. And for a lot of the same reasons. Their dress sense. His brand new album called Blue Circle is available now in vinyl and digital formats. He sang, wrote, and played it all himself just for you. So go to thespencerowen.com and learn more about it and stream it for free. Uh, and when you buy Blue Circle on Bandcamp, enter the code MYBROTHER to get 25% off. That's one word, my brother. My Justin, brother. are you listening to this album right now? I thought I'd lay it down underneath. Kind of like... Okay. Yeah, oh, like I like that. this. Ooh. Yeah, it's good, right? This, this is it work. Some dumpy... For Blue Circle. Dumpy Ooh. bass. Leave it on the ground. Mm. Maybe he's going to sing here, or should I sing? Ooh. I, kind well, of let's, let's play Justin, this into our next one. Turn the treble all the way up and turn everything else down, because that's how I like to listen to the music. Oh, this is good. Okay, uh, this is at thespencerowen.com. Okay. You understand that this is arguably the worst way to listen to music. We're not doing I don't. Owen. I don't disagree, but, like, what are we going to do? Edit it in? Doubtful. <laughs> I have a message for Pizza Zach, and it's, <laughs> it's from Caramel. Ooh, I love that. Uh, who says, happy belated birthday to my best friend. Hope you enjoy this birthday message, because I couldn't think of anything else to get you that wasn't yoga clothes. <laughs> Oh, Pizza Zach, your interests are so single-faceted. Um, and who <laughs> you else? Know Zach, he only likes two things: this podcast 
about hot guy names and uh, pizza and yoga clothes. So three things. Well, he eats the pizza while he does yoga. It's he really eats pizza. That doesn't mean he likes it. If somebody yeah. invents a yoga that you do while eating pizza, they are going to be rich. Mm-hmm. Um, and who else could help appropriately celebrate this milestone than the McElroy brothers themselves? So happy quarter of a century, and here's to getting it done in 20 forward. Hashtag blessed. <laughs> I don't like thinking of my age as being above a quarter of a century. That bums me out in pretty big way. I can't, 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 I can't. Hello, my name is Graham Clark. My name is Dave Shumka. Together we host a show called Stop Podcasting Yourself. We're from Canada. Oh, whoa, whoa. Don't, don't, don't hang up. Don't hang up. <laughs> and every week we're uh, lucky enough to be joined by a, a guest, sometimes a comedian, or sometimes just somebody that we like, and uh, somebody probably you've never heard of. Mm-hmm. And but uh, trust us. If you followed us this far into the promo, just try it out, please. <laughs> Do we sound too desperate? <laughs> Stop podcasting yourself on MaximumFun.org. Let's check in with somebody else. Uh, Who's also dying. Stop it. Uh, I, you're killing me. Um, wait. <laughs> Just forget I said that. Pretend I said something else. Uh, I got advice from you in episode 130. Holy terror. I wanted to send you an update for episode 200 check-ins. <laughs> I, <laughs> you understand that's check-ins, not check-ins. Hey, check-ins. Hey, hey I got check-ins. a hot check-in for you. <laughs> I wrote in asking if it was okay to have a friend slash ex-girlfriend help me pick out a gift for a current girlfriend, I, I that. loosely followed the advice Travis gave me and had my friend, who you dubbed Large Marge. <laughs> Why would we do that? No, she is actually a petite Asian girl. Recommend some hip stores rather than a specific gift. And with that, I was able to pick out a nice gift myself. The present was a hit with my girlfriend. We are still dating to this day and very much in love. Because of that present. Nice. In addition, eventually... You're I got a chance to introduce my friend and my girlfriend, and they hit it off really well. I've been listening to the show since around episode 16, and I'm a Max Fun donor. Thanks for all the great work. Looking forward to the next 100 episodes. Thanks again, Gift Blind Guy in Minneapolis. Okay, that one turned out really awesome. fucking well. That is incredible. You are welcome. So let me follow that up with this one. I'm hungry and awkward. The guy who wondered if his Chinese delivery guy was flirting by adding extra things in my order. I weighed the value of the food against the awkwardness of the situation and decided to say, screw it, and asked him out. Wasn't gay. (laughs) He had no idea about the extra stuff. Turned out the dude was just a friendly guy. Luckily, it was a totally not awkward situation. We both laughed it off, and I'm still able to order my whole grilled fish and weird spicy sauce without problem. He even pointed out another dude who works there who was gay, but sadly, that did not work out well. Satisfied and secure. Well, well, well I get, you're welcome. You're welcome. I mean, you definitely, d- I'm almost certain. I don't remember this specific question, but I'm almost certain we would not tell anybody, regardless of their 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 gender or sexual preference, to ask out a person that delivers food to them professionally. But, but I'm glad it didn't I'm work out. I'm glad it didn't work out because we told you it wouldn't and didn't. Don't. Uh, here's a good one. Back in episode 87, I asked you how to gain weight for a movie role and signed it irritatingly thin Portland hipster. I ate a ton of bread because that's what I could afford and I gained 10 pounds. I did not, as Travis suggested, do a ton of squats to try to gain the weight all in my legs. That was a quote. Quote, all in my legs. But I still looked a little bigger and it read well on camera. I'm now a slightly less than LA hipster and the movie, A Tale of Delight, comes out in video on demand this month. Thanks, Brian. 
I'm glad that worked out and, for you. And the movie Yum Yum Bread Boy comes out on video on demand. <laughs> silly, silly, and the, silly Billy the Bread King. And the movie Johnny Huge Legs comes out on video on demand this month. Can't wait to catch it. <laughs> this is great. Writing the follow-up on advice given about my friend's fantasy football league I had been forcibly drafted into. Your advice was threefold. One, get out of the league. Two, money ball. Three, something about looking at players' teeth. Ah, well, just wanted to let you know that my friend got in trouble at work and lost his internet privileges, so the league collapsed before it even began. Happy endings all around. Thanks for the advice. That's from Sam from Lakewood. Wonderful. Wonderful. We've we, solved another one, gang. We actually reported your your uh, league commissioner to his boss at work. That actually would have his... been a much better idea. Yeah. I wish we had had created that because that would have been a great plan. Well, that's some Machiavellian shit. I don't think we could have. I don't yeah. think we're capable that's of generating Sun Tzu nonsense. You must undo him. Um, <laughs> y'all want Yahoo? Yep. Uh, this Yahoo is sent in by Campbell Bird. Thank you, Campbell. It's a great fucking name. That's a pretty uh, hot guy name. Ooh, super hot. Uh, it's uh, by Yahoo Answers user Liv, who asks, How to command attention and have a presence. When I walk into a room, I want to look like I mean business. Mm-hmm. I want to have the thing about me that makes people look up and pay attention when I speak or walk into a room. I want tone like an unstoppable force. Is it mm-hmm. something, too, with appearance? Oh, God. Is it something, too, with appearance, the clothes I wear, something to do with how I present myself, posture, the way I talk, etc., or the way I speak? I feel invisible when I walk into a room. Literally, nobody notices me. How can I fix this? You can wear a t-shirt that says swag. That's pretty good. I mean, it says it all. Not great for... Says it all. It does say... Uh, Who doesn't look good? Who doesn't command attention in a sweet t-shirt with simple type swag? I don't think I would look great in that, Travis. I think you would, Griffin. I think I might actually look pretty bad in that. Can you get a pallbearer? Uh, sorry. <laughs> like the wrestler, not an actual. Oh, yes. <laughs> you need a hype man. <laughs> you were coming for you at SummerSlam, Hogan. Uh, I, I'm sorry. I, I asked if you wanted fries with your hamburger. We're coming for you. <laughs> How about an animal mask? about George the Animal Steel? <laughs> what about Coco Beware? Can you get Coco Beware to follow you around? <laughs> it's Justin, gotta- I feel like you're really thinking inside the box on this one. <laughs> yeah, I can't get myself out of the box. Give me the high points of the question again. How to command attention and have a presence. I want to look like I mean fucking business when I walk in a room. What is it? Posture? Clothes? How do I present myself? I'm invisible now. S- sincerely, the invisible boy. How about you set your shoulders on fire? Like, yeah, in, what? like in the Hunger Games. Like, the like just yeah, just as you're about to walk in the room, you set your shoulders on fire. Every time you walk in the room, be wearing a magic dress that when you that Lenny Kravitz made you, that when you spin around, it turns into fiery birds. I don't see why you're having such a hard fucking time with this. That's 101. That's 101. Lenny Kravitz will make you a magic dress. Call Lenny Kravitz. Call Lenny Kravitz. Lenny. He's sitting by Lenny. a phone. He's sitting by a phone waiting for your call. He will make you a magic dress. Lenny Kravitzes are standing by. <laughs> there are multiple Kravai. They will make no you way. fiery dresses. Uh, wasting our time. Make sure it's a big room, though. Those, those fiery birds don't know where the fuck to go. They're made out of fire. 
Lenny Kravitz makes you promise to use it only outdoors. <laughs> I'll give you this fiery And only for good. <laughs> I can't go back to jail, man. With fiery Lenny Kravitz dress comes great responsibility. <laughs> Spider-Man 3 in theaters now. Took a couple liberties. <laughs> Organic web shooters? What are webs? What are webs? There are no what webs What is a in spider? This. Uncle Ben is Lenny Kravitz? That seems like you're retconning a little bit. Sally Field, also Lenny Kravitz, huh? Okay. I don't remember there being so many fiery dresses or birds. <laughs> Excelsior, I guess. Stanley is in it, though. He, he's the voice of one of the fiery birds. It's Hail, Australia. true believers. Look at my beautiful Lenny Kravitz dress. Sorry about <laughs> your hair, lady. I set it on fire, Excelsior. Um, I like how his uncle is named Ben, as if we just forgot about that rice. Yeah. Same guy. Same guy. That's how Peter can afford to do all this science shit. Exactly. Guys, is it just confidence? Is that how you command shit? Is it just... I'm pretty confident, and I don't feel like I command anything. Yet. The The problem is you're not hoving into enough people's field of view. If you stand in one place in a room, people only address you or like are made aware of you when they're looking directly at you. You start you've got to get on the hustle to start getting in front of people more. <laughs> By which what I mean, the fuck did you just say? I mean you need to move throughout the room more so your people have to address you more often. Like I want them to turn around and you're there again. Maybe with a, doing a, sl- a very quiet, almost inaudible techno beat under your breath as you <laughs> chug a chug around the room to be in front of everybody all at once. Just oots, 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 oots. You know Mysterio from the Spider-Man 3 movie? Uh-huh. And it turns out that Mysterio, like he can like do, he, it seems like he could pull this off. It's, it turns out that Mysterio was the one in charge of all the confusion and all the fiery bird dresses and stuff. It was a trick to make fi- Spider-Man forget he was ever born. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> so if, if you want more people to notice you, you just have to be in all places at once. Uh-huh. Correct? You have and to have a glass bump dome on your head. Like Mysterio. Allow me to leave you with this. Okay. Leave us with something. Rather than asking people to look at you, Ooh. dare them not to. Next question. What is that? No, no, Next no, no, question. no. I'm not. Griffin, he seemed very concrete about it being time for the next question. I'm next sorry, but when Travis uses that voice, I have to comply. Question. Starting next month, two of my friends and I will be moving into a new house together. Each of us will have our own bedroom, but there's an extra medium-sized room downstairs that no one will be using. The room has no egress window, so we don't mm-hmm. want to make it into a bedroom. Got some code issues there. Dig it but we're at a loss for what we should do with it. I was hoping the brothers could come give us ideas about what we could do with this extra space. Any thoughts? That's from Mini Problem in Minneapolis. P.S. For what it's worth, we're all guys. Hot guys? Hot guys. Sincerely, Chad, Brad, and Blaze. (laughs) Did you say Blizz? Three three hot bros. Blizz, Blaze, and Blonts. (laughs) Just kidding. Blonts is the goofy one. Yeah. The goofy, but, but it's still, still so super fucking hot. Incredibly oh, gorgeous. Great work, Blunts. Um, <laughs> Blunts? He's Blunts. Austrian. Guys, I didn't know... I didn't know egress windows were a thing. Because <laughs> when the first apartment we lived in, in the 13th story, 
which is great just for starters just in terms of fiery luck um we made eric sleep in that one room that didn't have any windows in it <laughs> i think once you're on the 13th floor griffin you don't have to worry about egress windows yeah i don't think that's going to do you much good at that point so how about this lock the door to said room after filling it with like f- like child's bedroom furniture that you've covered in dust and cobwebs <laughs> You're just leaving a little surprise for the next person that tries to remodel this place. Every time your friends come over, we go, oh, you- I want a tour of your house. Like, yeah, this is the kitchen. Here's the living room. Our bedroom's upstairs. What's in that room? We don't go in there. We don't, don't go in that room. Go in there anymore. Not since the boat accident. <laughs> Can you, to make this the longest and best con, Travis, you just took that idea to 10. I'm about to take it just a little bit farther to 11. Can you wallpaper over the door to that room? Because then nobody's <laughs> gonna then nobody's gonna find it for 40 goddamn years, and it's gonna have a level of authenticity at that point that I think Ooh, is just And then in be- the center of the room, copy of Jumanji. Oh. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Wait a minute. The, the movie. No, you lost me. <laughs> That's great. That's real great. That's too funny. Um, That can be where you smoke all your pot. <laughs> That's always important. Po- drug room? This drug room. This is our drug room. Put the laziest up. panic room. Just go in there. <laughs> Close the door. Hey, dude, this is tricky because I've I've worked from home for a long time, um, in a, in a couple of places, including like the house that I I now own with my wife. Uh, one of the bedrooms is where I sleep, and the other one is where I work because it's my office. And it's like I get two rooms. That doesn't really seem fair. That doesn't really seem like an equitable situation. You could trade off and say, like, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, the room can be whatever guy A wants, but then Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, it's whatever guy B wants, and then Sunday, you share it free-for-all party room. If you guys had an extra room in the houses you live in now, what would you do with it? Yoga studio. Did you say yogurt studio? Because then (laughs) maybe... Yeah, it's where I paint yogurt. Um, I think, gosh, I don't know. We just did like a big purge of all our our stuff. We had one extra room, and that that was for the kids. So I guess I don't have any extra rooms anymore now. I don't know what I would do with it. Maybe like just a more storage. Oh man, oh, you really what? shot the cannon Here's indoors with that do. one. Here's what I would do. Okay. I'd put a bunch of newspaper clippings and pictures of people around town on the wall. All right. And then with thumbtacks and pieces of string, yes. connect all of them. Absolutely. With like certain people's faces. I have always faces, wanted a room circled. like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's like, what does it all mean? Where'd the money go? What what happened with the case? You know, just all over it. Um, that's just there for people to walk into and go, what? what is, and like, I, I've almost got it. I've almost got it. It's, it's, it's right there on the tip of my tongue. I've almost solved it. And then usher them out of the room. So basically, Travis, you want an all-purpose goof room. <laughs> yeah. I want like a room of requirement that every time you open the door, it's a different punchline to a joke. Sure. Okay. And a team of people that changes it out betwixt the goofs. Okay. And they live there. Can we just please have a bedroom here? Please? You call us <laughs> no, in honey. here. To- no, you can't. <laughs> This is our all-purpose goof room. We will sleep on the inflatable mattress in the dining room. Because that's, I mean, we got to have our goofs. <laughs> what are, we're human. We're human. What are we supposed to do, not goof? We're human. Humans go- have to goof. Humans got to goof. Always be goofing. 
That's us. That's us. And ABG. that's our show. I want to wrap up. Let's let's get one more of these uh these these follow ups. This was the one I was most excited about reading, so I saved it for the end. I wrote in asking advice on how to get our babysitter to skedaddle after my husband and I returned from a date night. You guys offered many practical solutions, and we naturally chose Justin's about faking explosive diarrhea, uh, diarrhea immediately upon our return to apply so to our next night out. Good. However, the fates intervened, and it seemed they didn't <laughs> smile on our plan of dishonesty, as we didn't need to fake an illness, and I got horribly carsick on the drive home from our date. It did end up rushing through the door and making it rain dollars on the babysitter on my way to the bathroom. So in that way, our plan was a success. Thanks so much for all you guys do. Really enjoy your show. Happy 200. Is karma punishing our listeners? It's not Did- karma. It's not karma. It's fucking clairvoyance. We are the <sighs> diarrhea mediums starring Patricia Arquette. <laughs> I knew we'd be good for something someday. Predicting people's diarrhea. Don't do get on predict our dig that at some point from in the future you will have diarrhea. Don't get on our bad side. Ever, listeners, don't you hit that unsubscribe button. Jeff, who will have diarrhea on June 7th <laughs> at 3 o'clock after eating that weird hot pocket in the back of his freezer you shouldn't <laughs> ate. They don't even make the meatball one anymore, Jeff, for this explicit reason. Enjoy your diarrhea, though. Maybe think about subscribing again in the future and becoming a donor. <laughs> Only then will we repeal our curse. <laughs> well, uh, that's gonna do it for us here on My Brother and Brother Me episode two hundo. Gosh, I can't believe we made it, and uh, we're so thankful, so 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 thankful to all of you for sticking with us uh, through thick and thin. Uh, we really do love you. I know we don't I, say I really it enough. Do it sure. We don't. Thank you so much. This this show is a crazy crazy i can't even call it a dream come true because like what psychopath would dream of something like like what we do it's it's crazy and it's the best thing ever and we're very 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 thankful for it thank you to people tweeting about the show like nick k dj uh jd Wynn, sarah jones singular foster miles cox dylan scott perch snickers david jewel nick klaus steve talbot grace purdue uh eru matt volk Justin Jacques, many others. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And thanks again uh, to NatureBox. Um, we're all huge fans. We're all uh, subscribers. Go check it out, naturebox.com. If you go to naturebox.com slash my brother, you'll get 50% off your first order. Go check it out. Uh, that's going to do it for us, no, right? No, no, God, we're not even close. I want to thank John Roderick and the Long Winters for the use of our theme song, It's a Departure, off the album Putting the Days to Bed. Um, you can get that wherever good music is sold. Don't go looking for it in the bad music store. You will not find it. I want to remind you about BoatParty.biz, the Atlantic Ocean Music and Comedy Festival. Uh, They are still selling tickets to that, and it's going to be amazing. You can go on a cruise to Jamaica, and they announced three new acts, the uh, Antibalas Afrobeat Orchestra, Lake, and Matt Browinger uh, are all going to be there. Uh, and a ton of like funny people and W. Kamau Bell and John Roderick and of the Long Winters of the Long Go Winters now. fame. Um, Boatparty.biz. Go. Next week we're probably gonna have to do a weird up. I'm not sure what it's gonna look like, but I'm I'm going out of town for a while. We need to start saving up shit for the 
crazy three podcast day that we have coming up in a couple weeks. Um, so so next week is probably going to be what is it going to be? Juice? You think like a best of? Best of? Yeah, you and I can work on a best but of. But still, go ahead and send in questions because we're going to need please, a bunch. Please, we got these three shows. We are bone dry in the Yahoo department. I need I need all my cl- I need Emerald member Drew Davenport. I need Ira Ray. Are you out there, Ira Ray? How about Jacob Locker? Where you been, buddy? Krista Whalen. Krista Whalen. Guys, I need some help. I need some serious help. Also, right. we are we are in the final stages of of planning for a live show in June. Um, with the with our app next week, we may or may not be able to announce it when it's all done. So make sure you're following our uh, check us out on Twitter um, and check you know my brother my brother and me dot com or Max Fun and. We will announce that as soon as it's up and make sure everybody gets a chance to get tickets. It's going to be in Los Angeles if all goes well. Uh, so make sure you stay tuned and, and pay attention to our Twitter feed. And and we're, we're trying to figure out a way to do more. That's all I'll say for now. That's all I'll say for now. But we're doing a lot already this year. For us. For us, it's a lot. For a throwing shade, it's not very much. They're very yeah. good at this. We're very, very bad. Industrious. We're very bad. We're anyway, very that's bad. good for us. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You're all the best. We love you. Uh, please share the show with a friend. Maybe not at this episode. It seemed kind of hit or miss. But like another one, a good one. Uh, have them One that, that's it. already proven to be a classic. Right. Who knows? Maybe this will ascend the annals of comedy history. It's hard to say. Um, but that's going to... Thanks. I mean, thank you. Thank you. That's it. Griffin, do you have a lot last Yahoo? Yeah, this Yahoo. Oh, and, oh, and before oh, we go, oh, hold on. Whoops. Oh. I got one more. Oh, well. Thanks to Max Fun. Yeah. On like episode like 32, we joined Max Fun, and it's just been super great since then. We wouldn't have been able to do, you know, the last 170 some episodes without them. Um, if you don't listen to all the other Max Fun podcasts, go to maximumfun.org and fix that right now because they're all amazing. Um, and it's a super great place to be a part of. Uh, so thank you to them. Thank you. Go listen to all the shows. Yes, definitely do that. Uh, this final Yahoo was sent in by Michael R. Thank you, Michael. It's by Yahoo Answers user, user Glenn. Pretty hot boy name. Uh, Glenn asks, how to get Cosmo Kramer hair? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother, me. Kiss your dad. Skull on the lips. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. Hey folks, this is Kevin Allison of the Max Fun podcast, Risk, where people tell true stories they never thought they'd dare to share. If you've never heard Risk, why not start with our 150th episode? It's an all-star lineup of jaw-dropping true stories from Aisha Tyler. Um, this being the 90s, I was drinking malt liquor. Don't fuck you and your racist ass. You're all racist for laughing. Tom Lennon. Whenever I walk into a place that's called Mr. Binkies, I'm expecting Armenian Bumblebee to be like, I got jack-off pills for you. Yeah! Jay Moore. Me, public school in New Jersey. I didn't need to know anything because everybody knew you got pregnant by peeing in each other's butts. That's how we knew. Andy Dick. We've had a monogamous relationship for five years. I barely cheated on her. (laughs) 
And The Daily Show's Jessica Williams. Oh my God. I have like this need to be responsible for some reason that doesn't really benefit me. So like, <laughs> Jessica, clean it up. Look for Risk on iTunes or of course at MaximumFun.org.